USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Money Wise with the Money Guys and a few extra people here and there, and occasionally even a dog in the room with us right now who misses his master, and he's got his head up in the air and cannot understand why Peter is not in the room at the moment with us, but he will be soon. So I'm Ray Lance, and I'm happy to be with you this morning. Thank you for making us a part of your Sunday morning. And Randy Gibbons is sitting opposite me. Good morning, Ray. And Randy is very famous. Are we allowed to talk about that now? Can we, can we talk? Why about? not? All right. Randy is famous. Um, not quite famous. Well, I would call you famous. <laughs> she went through the uh, Nutrisystem weight loss program recently um, in the last couple of months, and you lost a considerable amount of weight. 35 pounds. 35 pounds. That's yes. remarkable. So that, I think that will be one of my New Year's resolutions for myself because I'd like to lose about 20 to 25 pounds. Nutrisystem is, has a great program. They do. They do. Food is good. Uh, this isn't a Nutrisystem show, so I won't talk about it. But you had a very famous uh, experience. You got to be flown out to Las Vegas because you entered a contest, was it? Yes. Well, I wrote, I entered a weight loss contest not thinking I'd win because normally people have lost 80 to 100 pounds that win those. But I figured, I was so grateful to Nutrisystem, so I figured why not? write to them so I sent them a before and after picture in about one paragraph and then out of the blue I was contacted by them asking me if I would like to fly out to film a commercial and you did I did and you flew to Las Vegas yes and they paid all the expenses they paid for everything yes so where did you stay when you were out there a place called the Tuscany it was right off strip okay it was it was nice though it had fountains it was a three-story hotel Mm-hmm. So spread out like condos. It was really nice. I had a suite. Nice. <laughs> and did they take pictures of you and videotape they you? They did. They did. The only pictures have come out so far, but the commercials will be airing soon. But they did some other exciting things. Didn't they do your fingernails or something? Oh, yes. they did. We had our hair and makeup and everything done, wardrobe. Um, it was quite an experience. It was so much fun. I'll never forget. And then, Ray, would you like to know what happened next? Uh, well, first of all, they made you into a glamour person, right? They did. They did. So. We're on the radio, so no one can see. But yes, um, my before and after pics are quite a difference in before makeup and after makeup, that is. So what, what else happened? Oh, I came back, and they thanked me for a wonderful job, and I reminded them that I had a friend that I worked with who also did Nutrisystem, and she was the motivation and the reason behind my starting it. Um, that would be Cheryl. Mm -hmm. She's been on the air before, and so the two of us went and did a shoot together. And that was up in the Boston area, yes, wasn't it? Yes, it was in the Boston area, in someone's gorgeous home that they rented out for the occasion. And so we're gonna be in commercials together too. So you're famous, you're gonna be on television well, maybe and publications and so forth? It's all relative, I'm, I'm famous in some some worlds. Mm. In this office, I'm famous. Well, you look terrific <laughs> and it's a great way to start out the new year, isn't it? It is, it is. It's you're a new person. It's funny that up because everyone makes the resolution to lose weight. That's it's probably, probably the biggest resolution. It's probably the number one resolution, I suspect. You know? Yes, or and save money. Go on yes. a budget, go to the gym, lose weight. Right. Yeah. So I stuck to mine last year, though, and it worked. Good. Was your resolution last year to lose weight? Oh, yes, it definitely, it certainly was. Well, you look terrific. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, Randy Gibbons looks terrific. <laughs> but anyway. Well, thank you. So does Cheryl. Cheryl looks terrific Cheryl also. She's not. A, I did on the, on the program. Yeah, she's not on the show with us today. And let's see. So here's a list of top resolutions for 2024. 
from surveyed American respondents. Improve my fitness, 48%. Improve my finances, 38%. Improve my mental health, 36%. Lose weight, 34%. So that's actually number four on the list. And number five is improve my diet, that's 32%. But you know what's interesting here? Three of these have to do with fitness and losing weight and diet. I know. Of the top five and resolutions. Mental health, too, you could tie in as health. But interestingly, the least popular resolutions going forward are drinking less alcohol. Only 3% <laughs> want to drink less alcohol. It's not on my list. <laughs> no, it's not on my list either, but I don't drink that much anyway. Well, welcome to a new year coming up. This is New Year's Eve and when you're listening to this show. and. We hope that maybe you can make some resolutions and stick to them as well. And of course, our mission at USA Wealth Group is to help you protect your family and protect your money. So here's a really important resolution, and I've got lots to say about it, and you probably do as well. Let's show you how to improve your credit score, not get involved in credit card fraud, um, how to manage your credit cards better, and Boy, it is such a significant, serious thing. Oh, it sure is. And once your credit score drops, it's difficult to get it back up. So um, we have some tips to talk about today and what factors go into your credit score and lots to cover. Yep, and it's a very important thing. So, you know, what is a good credit score and why is it important? So let's talk about that for a minute. Uh, They have something called a good vantage score, but I want to just talk about credit scores and why credit scores matter. If you have a credit score between 300 and 850, and 850 is the top, a credit score of about 700 is generally considered to be a good credit score, and a score of 800 or above is considered to be excellent. But I think most credit scores, they say, fall between 600 and 750. So if you have a higher credit score, what it really represents is that you've made better credit decisions and people that you want to borrow money for from or get credit from uh, are more confident that you're going to be able to repay your debts in the future. Mm-hmm. So very, very important. And it's in the news all the time uh, when people started to repay their student loans again, which were forgiven for a while, there was a huge instant rate of default because people weren't prepared to be paying their credit cards and their student loans. But um, we have information we're happy to share with you if you want to call our office of what is a good credit score and how do you get your credit score information. Uh, Give us a call at 508-998-8858. So I'm happy to announce that besides Randy Gibbons being here today with us, um, Peter Lance is here. And Pete, you just joined us as well, so... Good morning and welcome to Moneywise. Good morning. You sound so enthused to invite me on. No, I'm happy to have you here. You missed, Just a, you missed all the excitement about the Nutrisystem commercial. Is it airing? It's coming out in early 2024 and it's New Year's. And so we're actually allowed to spread the news now? We just talked about it and what she went through and she had her, what was it, 35 pounds you said you lost? 35 pounds. So I wonder how many people listening today would like to lose 35 pounds. How much weight would you like to lose, Pete? Um, she weighs about 100. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> we don't go there. No, 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 no. No, I need to lose about 20. That's I, sort of my goal. So is that going to be a goal for you for this coming year? Which one? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's absolutely a goal. I actually just spoke to Randy about that uh, this morning. I said, I want to lose the 20 pounds, and I'm going to make that an absolute goal. I'm not big on, um, you know, having a New Year's resolution. I'm just not. I think that you can make, and I've discussed this before many times, I think you can make a New Year's resolution any time in the year. It doesn't have to be January 1. But you have to write it down. Uh, I don't know if I've ever written them down. but no, you have to write it down. So Randy and I were both thinking that losing weight was probably the number one resolution, but it's not. It's actually number four in the list. Number one is improve your fitness. Number two is finances. Three is improve your mental health. That's kind of scary. Number four is losing weight. So guess what one of the lowest resolutions is, one of the lowest percentage of people giving up alcohol. 
That's one of the lowest. It's, yeah, only 3% of the people want to drink less alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was kind of interesting. I guess probably losing weight, cutting out on sweets, quitting smoking, you know, maybe saving more. To light beer. Uh, and that would never happen with me. I don't drink beer that much anymore, though, but I, I can't drink light beer. Good. Well, we, we've already talked a little bit, Pete, about um, what credit scores are, what's a good credit score. Somewhere around 700 or higher is always considered to be a, a good credit score. Um, let's talk about the ranges. We've got information we just offered to send. Well, what is your credit score matter, I guess, is the important question. Well, you're going to pay a lot more money if you don't have a good credit score, if you're looking to get a credit card or finance a uh, car or anything else? Well, it's one of the major tools that lenders use when it comes to deciding whether to loan money to you. And um, we're going to talk about some very specific tips and things that you can do. Um, sometimes they're called risk scores because they, they do help a lender decide whether you're worth the risk of lending money or not and whether you qualify for a loan and the interest rate that you get charged. The, the higher the credit score that you have, uh, the less interest you're gonna have to pay on a car loan or anything else for that matter. So it impacts your financial future going forward. It means you're gonna pay less interest. So it's worthwhile. So what are some of the factors that impact credit score? What's the number one factor? And I'll tell you what it is while you're looking for some information. It's paying your bills on time. Mm -hmm. The number one factor that goes into influencing how good a credit score you have is, do you pay your bills on time? So payment history uh, for loans or credit cards and the number of times you might have a late payment, that counts against you and lowers your credit score. Paying your bills on time is always the most important. We're gonna take a break in just a moment here, our first break of the morning. When we come back, we're gonna talk about what are the other factors and the things that you can do to make a difference that imp impact your credit score. But in the meantime, give us a call at 508-998-8858. We've got some great tools we can give you. We have our new 2024 tax chart, social security chart, uh, very helpful pieces of information if you're uh, need to take a look at those things sometimes. But stay tuned and we'll be right back. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508-998-8858. And now, back to Money Wise with the Money Guys. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Money Wise. We're talking today about your credit score and your credit rating and how to have a better credit rating and why it makes a big difference for you. Andrew Tobias once said, you want 21% risk-free? pay off your credit cards. Credit cards are a huge factor for people and paying them on time. But we talked about the fact that payment history and paying your cards and your loans on time is number one. Credit utilization rate is the second major factor. Um, if you have a credit card that has a $4,000 available credit or, or credit, but you've used $3,000 of it, that means you've utilized 75% of your available credit. That's not necessarily good. If you can get down to 50% or something below that, then that's gonna be better for your credit score. And what kind of accounts do you have? Do you have mostly credit card accounts that you pay? What's your total debt? Uh, if you have a lot of debt, it makes it more difficult. It's not just about your income. Um, so let's talk about what are some of the other factors, Pete. Uh, how many different credit accounts you have and how old they are and, and what type, what kind of uh, credit accounts that you have. Uh, public records. Uh, have you filed a recent bankruptcy? Have you been discharged? What um, your total debt is? Um, did you talk about Credit Karma yet? Nope. 
Um, you can get all of this information, your payment history, your credit utilization rate, uh, the type, number, and age of credit accounts, your total debt, um, what's out there on public records, including possibly bankruptcy. Um, there's different types of bankruptcies as well. Um, how many new credit accounts you've recently opened, um, inquiries uh, for your credit report. Um, there's a lot of different things that Credit Karma will share with you and email you alerts if something has affected your credit and that you can uh, appeal that. Um, and it's free. So definitely recommend setting up a Credit Karma account. Okay, that's good to know. Well, the most influential factor is clearly payment history, pay your bills on time. And then um, one thing that they don't look at is uh, your race, color, religion, national origin, sex, or marital status. Uh, the law prohibits looking at those things as a factor in your credit score. But guess what? There's a recent investigation going on right now with the, um, what's the name of the military credit union? Um, oh, gosh. It's, it's just been in the news the last couple yeah, of days. Yeah, no, I can't think. It's not USAA. It's um, First Navy, Navy First Credit Navy, Navy Federal Credit Union is now going to go through some investigation because they've estimated that 48% of uh, minority African-American people are rejected for loan accounts. That's nice. Um, the military is supposed to be at least one place where that is not a factor, and that's what they instilled in us when I went through Paris Island. They said everybody was green. Nobody was black or white. Everybody was green. Yeah, that certainly was when I went through. That's what they said. But um, it's interesting. I didn't know that, actually. I'm surprised I hadn't seen that news. I watched the Army-Navy game, uh, gosh, I don't know, a month ago now, and... Um, it was interesting. Almost every other ad was either Navy Federal Credit Union or USAA. <laughs> well, there's going to be some serious repercussions for them, I think, because of that. And it's, it's very clear and very evident. No class action lawsuit and people, you know, avoiding them entirely. You know, credit scores are not supposed to consider your age or your salary or your occupation or where you live. Um, Do you ever hear of a soft inquiry, Randy? Do you know what a soft inquiry is? Yes, isn't that when you apply for a credit card or um, you just want the preliminary approval? Yeah, it's like companies making a promotional offer for a credit card. Yes. Or your lender maybe is doing a periodic review of your existing credit. It's called a soft credit, or if you check it yourself. So let's talk about some ways that we can improve your credit score. Let's talk about uh, using secured credit cards. Uh, If you don't have a credit card, maybe you've had poor credit in the past, maybe you apply for a secured credit card. Yes. What does that mean? You write a check for $300 or $500 to the company, and they give you, that's your credit limit, and they give you a credit card, and you can charge up to that amount. But at least you can establish new credit by doing that because you're paying your bills on time, and, you're showing that you have a history. So it's not a bad way to get restarted. And what if you have a major life event like a marriage or a divorce or a death of a spouse? Sometimes that can be uh, impactful on your credit score, which seems a little strange. I can understand divorce sometimes because that must mean that you're no longer gonna have the same amount of income. But if you're thinking about buying something large, like a car, before you even set foot in the dealer's showroom check your own credit score we're going to tell you how to do that and you can get it for free there's no cost to doing that and it does not impact negatively your credit score well if you don't have a good credit score you're also not going to get approved for a uh, loan for a house Um, and so that's a, a factor that plays in as well and you just said if you walk into a dealership and you don't have a good credit score well this used to not be um you know the the norm but i'd say over the past three or four years at least if you don't have a pre-approval to go and purchase a house you can't even submit an offer you won't even um have them present it to the to the seller of the property Mm. so you have to get a pre-approval letter now yeah pre-approval letter or be a cash buyer for buying real estate uh so that doesn't really have much to do with um your credit score necessarily except that in order to get a pre-approval letter for a mortgage in the first place, you're gonna to have to have a decent credit score to begin with, right? Yeah, that's what I said, yeah. 
Do you know the name Joe Garagiola? No, but that sounds tough to say. It is. Garagiola, a famous New York Yankees baseball player. I believe he was a catcher. And he once said, I know a baseball star who wouldn't report the theft of his wife's credit cards because the thief spends less than she does. Hmm. <laughs> well, famous stories about credit cards. Uh, how about the name Elizabeth Warren? Do you know the name Elizabeth Warren, Peter? Unfortunately, I do. She's your United States Senator, one of your United States Senators in the state. She said, credit cards are like snakes. Handle them long enough and one will bite you. So you just did a, a Yankees quote, an Elizabeth Warren quote. Do you have any other really horrible people? Um, well, yeah, how about Elizabeth Holmes? Do you know the a, name Elizabeth Holmes? I'm gonna have an Adolf Hitler quote next? No, no, but do you know, do you know the name Elizabeth Holmes? Does that name ring a bell with anybody? I don't. She, she had this uh, company that she created that raised, you know, billions of dollars from investors, and it was to test your blood, and um, it was really a fraud. It really didn't work, and I'm not sure if she's in jail right now. But she said, "We know more about our credit cards than we know about our bodies." <laughs> not sure. Well, I guess. Given what she, the Given business what that she was in, yes. testing, you know, your blood. I don't know. Well, anyway, that's whatever it is. I do know, Ray, that if, if you <laughs> miss a couple of credit card payments, you, it, your score takes a huge hit, and um, it can take a long time for it to build yep. build back up. Yep. So the importance of paying your credit card bills on time, I just wanted to mention, I think is the most in, important. Yeah, and there's not necessarily any minimum credit score, is there? No. You can apply, you know, for a loan or whatever in regards to what your score is. You just may end up paying a higher interest amount. So, what do you what do you do if you don't have a good credit score? If you don't have a credit score, establish some credit. I've told clients in the past when I was doing some bankruptcy cases for them, go out and buy something. Go to Sears Roebuck. Whoops, Sears Roebuck is no longer here. Uh, unfortunately. <laughs> but I used to tell people, go to Sears Roebuck and say, yeah, I want to buy a new refrigerator, and I'll pay some money down, but I want to buy the rest on time. And it's a secured loan, and you're going to make payments on that loan, and that shows that you have a payment history. That's how you can establish a payment history. Even more than Sears, I miss the Sears uh, hardware store that they used to have in Fairhaven. They had the best selection of craftsman tool ever. But um, yeah, and if you're just starting out, if you have a son or a daughter or grandchild who is, you know, 18, 19 years old, it may be difficult to get the first credit card. Um, some of them have to be the secured credit card uh, that you have to actually put money down. I know that happened with my own son. I don't think he ever even followed through on it. I told him over and over again to you know, apply for a credit card, he did, and he said, well, this one says I have to give him $200 up front first, and I only get $300 credit. Well, yeah, but you have to start somewhere, so. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think he ever followed through. I've asked him probably a dozen times over the past year and a, year and a half. Well, time will come when he wants to go trade in his car and buy a new car, and he won't have any history. He won't have any credit history, right? Yep. He won't be able to do that. So how about this name, Pete? You know the name Susie Orman? Yeah, she's hit or miss with her advice, in my opinion, but... So she said, I love, love, love that you want to use your debit card, but to keep your credit score solid, you still need to keep a few credit cards and use them at least once every few months. I thought that was kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have expected that. But we all have a credit history. Uh, you can check your own credit history. Joint accounts, for example, usually help people who may not be able to qualify for a loan by themselves. And I want to say a quick word, maybe I'll wait until the next period, about co-signing loans for somebody else. That can be a danger, because if the people you co-sign for don't make the payments, the lender is going to look to you. I did that with I was a just gonna say, you couple should of wait teenage until, girls. You should wait until the next segment and talk about that night, nightmare and that horror story. Um, that was really awful, and um, I'm not going to be the one to... You know, go into the details, but I was so mad. I went and 
sent one of them a message on social media. <laughs> I think I told you about that, and you were mad that I did that, but they really messed you over and didn't do anything um, good for you and your credit score. Well, we're going to take a short break and come right back, and we're going to talk about joint accounts uh, as well, and co-signing loans for somebody else can be an issue. Uh, so stay tuned, and we'll be right back. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group, helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to New Year's Eve. And we're talking about how to improve your credit score and what is a credit score and what's a FICO score compared to your regular credit score. FICO score is just a three-digit number that's based on whatever you put into your credit report, whatever you have in your credit report. And what it does is it tells lenders how likely you are to repay a loan. And that, in turn, can impact how much you can borrow. So... Just before the break, I was starting to talk about be careful when you co-sign something. I co-signed student loans for two young ladies, and um, they were about to enter the first year of college. Their father, who was a friend of mine, called me. His wife had died. She was actually more the friend uh, than he was. And he called me the day before they were supposed to start college and said they can't start college because they have to sign their student loan applications and they need a co-signer and the school will not accept me. So out of respect for the mother who died who was a personal friend, I agreed to sign their applications. That was, I don't know, six, seven, eight years ago. And for the most part, they've been paying their loans on time. I just got a notice this past week from the student loan organization saying that the loan was behind. Oh no. So now I gotta go to the trouble and call them and say, pay off your student loan or get it up to date. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, I'm gonna be on the hook for it. Well yeah, but that happened a couple of years ago when they first were delinquent. And, and it just happened this past week. I just got a notice on it. Now I gotta check that out because that will impact my credit score, for example. Yes. And one of them, um, made quite a bit of money off of an advance on a book and was a social media influencer and was traveling all over the world bathing suits on these luxurious lots in Italy and everything else. <laughs> well, now we got to track him down again and say, what's going on with a student loan? Well, think of a FICO score being as a three-digit number that's really like a summary of your credit report. It measures how long you've had credit, how much credit you have. Um, how much of your available credit is being used and if you paid on time. So the Fair Isaacs Corporation, FICO, uh, created this score. So whether you know it or not, you have a score saying what a good borrower you might be able to be. And I've always heard of FICO score. I never knew it was the Fair Isaac Corporation. Never knew known that. You didn't know that? No. Nope. Oh. I did not know that either. Oh, well, you learned something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fair Isaac Corporation. Uh, was created specifically to create an industry standard to make it much quicker for people to be able to measure whether you're going to be a qualified loan applicant or not. So they don't have to go through and go take a look at your whole credit report. So anyway, um, 90% of all the lenders in the country use the FICO scores. And again, I didn't, I mean, I've always heard of FICO score and knew how important it was, but I never knew it was this so-called independent Fair Isaac Corporation. Um, It says FICO score is the industry standard for making accurate and fair decisions about credit worthiness. They help millions of people get the credit they need. Yep, and if you have a FICO score of 670 or higher, it's considered good, and you're at average or better than average, and that's a good score. Um, If it goes up as high as 800, it's an exceptional score. And so it's a measuring stick to measure how good you are and how likely you are to be able to pay. How do you get your credit report? I'm not sure if we have information on that, but uh, we can send you information if you like. 
Uh, you can go into freecreditreport.com, mm -hmm. and I believe that you can typically do it once a year, but I think now there's no more limitation on that. The three major credit reporting agencies I read recently have gotten together, and they're allowing people now to access their credit report anytime without having to pay for it. Very, very important document, no matter what you're doing, whether you're buying a house, whether you're buying a car, whether you just need to take out a loan. And Pete mentioned earlier to go on Credit Karma. They have an app that you can download. Check your credit as often as you'd like. It's updated every day. Actually, one thing I actually don't use is the app. I'm I use the you know the normal website version, but mm -hmm. I should I should utilize the app. There's also and I know which what it is, but I'm going to look for it before I speak out of turn, just in case I'm incorrect. Um, there's an app that you can boost your credit score instantly just by signing up for the app and Experian Boost. Thank you. So it's Experian, and that's another monitoring uh, app that can you know really help you and get that. Um, credit score increased mm -hmm. well it's a good resolution to make for the year to improve your credit score it doesn't matter what you're interested in doing maybe you already have a house and you have a car and you don't plan to do that but what if halfway through the year you decide well I think I want to go buy a vacation home your credit score is certainly going to matter at that point right. or if you want to do anything of that nature Ray, I'm looking at a chart here that's called the high cost of low credit scores. Mm -hmm. And if you have a fair credit score, which would be between 580 and 670, compared to a very good score above 740, you're paying twice as much in interest. On your average credit card with a debt of 3600, you would be paying 3100 in interest if you have a very good score then you're paying over 8,000 if your score is only fair. Yeah, it's incredible. And then it goes down to auto loan, you're paying more than double, 106%, and then mortgages, are, this one is about 70,000 more. So one of the nice magazines that I subscribe to is Consumer Reports. They always have a lot of great information. They had an article in July 2021 on consumerreports.org called how to fix your credit score. You can go online and probably still track down that article. And um, if you have a low score, it uh, impacts negatively your ability to buy a house or go to college or start a business or anything else. But this was a great story, how to fix your credit score. And um, if you don't have a history, Number one, open a bank account, take out a really, really small loan, and make monthly payments on it. That's step number one. Mm -hmm. Now you're establishing a credit history. And um, this is number 10 article I'm looking at. And we get a lot of material that we do. Number two is apply for a secured credit card. Peter, you were just talking about that with your own son. Yes. And many, many, many years ago, I did the same thing. You put up a cash deposit, they give you a credit card, you might only get a small amount of additional brand new credit card. Um, ask a family member, this is a tricky one, ask a family member or a trusted friend with good credit to add you as a user on their credit card. Now it gets reported as on your credit report as well and helps you score. But you really have to trust somebody and have good confidence that they're gonna make their payments on time. So here's what um, the number four fix is what I was just talking about and that Randy remembered the name right off the top of her head is opt in to Experian Boost. You can do it free of charge. You can get actual credit towards your credit score for paying your utility, cell phone, and even Netflix payments uh, on time. So let's go through that a little bit more slowly. I need to have you hold the paper down so I can watch the clock. I can't see the clock when you're holding the papers up in the air. We're timing ourselves, you know. Uh, I, I'm usually pretty good about alerting you and taking the clock and putting it right in front of your nose if you aren't paying attention yourself. Now, let's come back to this again because this is important. Um, go into Experian Boost on the Internet. It's free. And you get a um, – you can make on-time utility, sell, and even Netflix payments count towards your credit score. You can get your rent counted toward that by signing up. So this is a way of reestablishing or creating credit for yourself. It's not that difficult. It's not that complicated to do. 
Anyway, great article on Consumer Reports. And if you want information on that, give our office a call. We'll tell you exactly how to get it. Well, number five on that report is going into something I was just going to mention from a different article. It says, fix number five, if you're seeking a loan, ask the lender which Vantage score or FICO score it uses. Um, Vantage score is something from another article that I was going to read um, that says that the Vantage score was created in 2006 by the three major credit bureaus, Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. Um, And it says it has the same range as the FICO score, 300 to 850, but it can be better for new credit users. Uh, as it can provide a score with as little as one month of credit history. However, still, most of the credit decisions are made by FICO scores. Yeah. This article is actually a little longer. I was cutting it off too short by mistake here, but here's something I've told people in the past uh, many, many times. When you get your credit report and do get it, uh, check it. If there's an error in it, you can get it corrected. Do you have a right to contact the credit reporting union? Uh, Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian are the three major companies in the country right now. If there's something that's wrong, you can get it corrected. You can improve your credit score by just doing that. Um, I mentioned earlier, Randy, when we were beginning the show, to um, don't have your credit utilization be higher than 50% of your credit that you could use. Exactly. If you got a $4,000 credit card, keep it below 2000 and even better if you can get it down to 30%. And I've talked to bankers about that before. If you have a $3,000 credit card and you've only used $1,000 of it, that's a good factor on your credit report, on your credit score. We've got four more fixes from this Consumer Reports article, but one thing really quickly, um, because we are gonna take a break in a moment, is this is important when you are um, applying for a home loan and looking to purchase a house, don't go and get an auto loan while you're in the process of um, going to close on your property. Don't go and buy new furniture on credit. Don't do any of that stuff until and unless the house closes. I have seen it personally where people are all approved for the house and they're set to close in 30 days and in that time they go and do something else with their credit and it blows up the real estate uh, deal. Yep or can result in paying a higher interest rate. So you have to be a little smart about that. And here's a really important one I wanna mention. Let's say you have a credit card you haven't used for a while, you say, I'm gonna just cancel it. Don't cancel it. Lock it up, put it away, cut it in half if you want, but don't cancel it with a company. Why? Because it it reduces the amount of available credit you have and that impacts your credit score. A lot of people make that as a big mistake. So don't cancel your credit cards just because you're not using them. It reduces your credit score. We'll be right back after a short break. This is Money Wise Radio. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show, or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to our New Year's Eve show. And we're talking about credit scores and risk scores and FICO scores. And these things really make a huge difference in whether you're gonna pay extra money or less money when you buy something, or whether you're even gonna qualify for a loan in the very first place. So something you have to be very careful about before you shop for anything large that's gonna require credit, let's say it's a car, please check out your own credit score first. So let's talk about some ways that we can check out your credit score. Uh, You can go into freecreditscore.com uh, you can go into any of the major credit reporting bureaus. MyFICO.com. MyFICO.com. Um, if you don't have a chance to write this down, get in touch with us, and we'll be happy to share that with you. Uh, this article that was in Consumer Reports is really terrific. Um, we're not going to talk about the subject of credit card fraud today because it's a whole different subject, but always protect your credit cards. You've heard stories about people's codes being stolen 
Um, have you ever had a credit card compromised? I have not. Yeah, how about you, Pete? Um, I had somebody actually get my debit card information from some type of a, a, a data breach or something years and years ago, but it wasn't for a lot, thankfully. They didn't charge a lot. Well, be careful about it, and be careful about people who are offering free credit cards or free credit cards. If you get these notices that say you're pre-approved, be cautious about that. And look at the fine print, because it may tell you what their credit card interest rate's going to be, and you could be surprised at how high it is. So you want to be very careful about that. But protect what you've got. Um, you can freeze your credit report also. That became popular a couple of years ago when you can say, I don't want anybody else to be able to run my credit report unless I give specific permission to do it. Yeah. One of the worst uh, dis abuses of this is car dealers. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter what you tell them to do or not to do. And if you find that situation, I wouldn't deal with that car dealer. You go, to, you go to a car dealer and you want to say, what am I eligible for, for a loan? How much do I put down? And can you just give me the information without running my credit report? And don't give me your social security number. They're going to find ways to do it anyway. And both Peter and I have had very negative experiences where they will run maybe eight or 10 different companies. And every time they pick a different company, um, it's an inquiry it, it lowers your score. They're making exactly. different inquiries to different companies. It lowers your credit card score. Yeah, speaking of co-signing, I co-signed for someone in the um, dealership pinged my credit. Um, I got eight different letters saying that they pinged my credit. Really? Yep, as a co-signer for someone. Oh boy. I know that through car gurus and some of these sites that they have now, it's um, very popular to get pre-qualified while you're looking at cars online to see what you can afford. But beware of that because I got pre-qualified and whenever I like a, car, a vehicle, I hear from the dealership within hours. Yeah. Well, uh, it's, it's something they do, unfortunately, and um, you have to be really firm and maybe even threaten to file a lawsuit against them. Mm -hmm. uh, another great article on consumer uh, reports was called Five Smart Money Moves, and it talks about um, protecting yourself, freezing your credit report. Not a lot of people do that, but it prevents people that you don't want from trying to get into your credit report. And I don't, it's almost too late now in our society, but I almost never give out my social security number unless I absolutely have to. What I don't understand is you go to a doctor's office or a medical office, and they always have an information form. You know, we want some background information. They want your, your uh, social security number. I don't give it to them. Mm -hmm. I'll put XX-XXX- and I'll put the last you know four digits four done. Digits. Don't give out your social security number any more than you have to. But freeze your credit report if that's a concern of yours. There's lots of things out there. Rethink about how you're paying for uh, bills in general. Do you, do you pay things with cash or debit cards? Debit card. You I too? carry much cash. Yeah, cash sort of went away. I know a lot of people, including myself, we just don't have cash that much mm. um, in their pocket anymore. I'm always concerned every time I use my debit card that somebody's going to get access to it. Well, what's interesting is the whole tapping of the debit card now with the little um, the Wi-Fi um, logo. Um, almost every place has it now. There's only a couple places that really don't. There's like, um, I think Home Depot and Lowe's are the only two major stores in the Dartmouth area that I can think of that don't have the tap. Mm -hmm. And almost all of them, you can just tap and go you don't even have to enter your pin. There's some that you have to tap and then enter the pin, but it's kind of scary if somebody stole your scary. wallet nowadays. Yep. So are you doing anything special for New Year's Eve, Pete? Uh, new flannel sheets on the bed and bed by 10 probably. New flannel sheets, huh? I might think about getting some new flannel pajamas. Oh, but wait a minute, I don't wear pajamas at all. So. TMI, right? To, to, but I wear something. I just don't wear pajamas. Okay. So, 
everybody at home is now picturing, you know, creating their own little mental image. No. Well, I will be a gentleman. We won't ask Randy what she wears when she goes to sleep at night. I wear leggings and a t-shirt. Leggings? <laughs> leggings and a t-shirt? Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm very fancy. That's funny. I mean, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. No more comments on that. So improve your credit scores. Even a few points makes a huge difference. If you have no credit history, build a credit history for yourself. We've told you some ideas about how to do that. So are there things that you can do to build credit fast? We talked about a couple of things. Well, that's one of the things that's important to mention that I think a lot of people don't realize, or maybe they do, but there was an article that I already put in the trash because I skipped by all the other things. Small slip-ups can cause major headaches and major differences in your credit score. So even just having a couple of payments more than 30 days late can really mess up with your credit score. And it's a lot harder to build your credit up than it is to have it fall quickly. Well, um, we have fireworks sometimes at midnight on New Year's Eve. You know what? You haven't done any quotes this uh, segment. you want to do some quotes from more people that I don't like? Sure. How about Mark Twain? Mark Twain once said... No, I like Mark Twain. Clothes make the man. Naked people have little or no influence on society. What do you think? I don't know. Talking about what you wear to bed. I I don't think that that's necessarily true. All right. There's been a lot of people naked throughout history that have had a lot of influence. Mm-hmm. Um, how about this one from Mark Twain? Be careful about reading health books. You may die of a misprint. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> All right, no more quotes. No more quotes. Let's talk about a, a, there's a um, tradition in Scotland on December 31st. It's called Hogmanay. <laughs> I can't even pronounce it. Along with fireworks, they have something called first footing or the first foot in the house after midnight is still common across Scotland. The first person to cross the threshold into your house is called the first footer. It's an indication of the year to come. So the tradition varies, but if the first footer is tall and dark, the year will be a good one. Maybe if it's a man going into a woman's home, I'm not sure. Of course, the entire spirit of a Hogmanay party is to welcome both friends and strangers with warm hospitality and, of course, lots of kissing all around. So if you have a really short friend and they come in... You don't want them in your house. You're going to have a bad year and you're going to blame them? (laughs) Well, make noise. Everybody likes to make noise at uh, at midnight on New Year's Eve, don't they? Yes, I have neighbors that are 12 and 4, and it's their goal to come over and have apple juice with me at midnight. Really? Well, they'll have apple juice, I'll have. With nothing in it? Well, they're, they're, four, they're and 12. four and 12. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear that part of it. <laughs> Their mother will have something. Their mother will have something. Okay. You can make it interesting on the mother and spike it with something, and then you have, you know. A, I know. Yeah, that'd be nice. Well, sleep. make some noise in early American colonies. The sound of pistol shots rang through the air. In Thailand, it was once traditional to fire guns to frighten off demons. In China, who invented fireworks, uh, firecrackers routed the forces of darkness. But I like this one in Denmark. They throw plates and glasses against each other's front doors to banish bad spirits. Oh. Gets rid of bad I dishes. I use some new dishes. I know. <laughs> Fun to clean up. Mm-hmm. Well, well I've only done a polar plunge on New Year's Day once. I should start doing that again. You should. I've always wanted to do that. Join me in Payton Aram. We'll jump, jump into the into the Payton Aram Harbor. Just randomly, or do they do a pol- polar plunge? Uh, some friends of mine do every year. Well, I don't think I have any interest in doing that. Well, as we get ready for New Year's Eve and a new year, um, we're all going to make new resolutions. We're all going to start out with good intentions to lose weight and do more exercise and make more money and all the usual things that we do. More exercise, fit. I'm going to focus on fitness and improving my credit score yeah. after today's show. Get rid of old marriages and old wives and old girlfriends, not necessarily in that order. Well, I don't have any old wives or girlfriends. I have some 
former men in my life, but. Okay, we better halt this discussion right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wish you all a happy new year, ladies and gentlemen. Happy new year. Happy new, new year, everyone. Thank you for listening. And remember that we don't give um, legal advice or tax advice on the air. We're not affiliated with uh, the United States government or any governmental agency. And the information that we provide here, uh, some of it comes from third parties. We think the sources are reliable, but we don't guarantee accuracy and completeness because we're not allowed to. And um, we do appreciate you listening to our show every week. Though. Um, we look out and see all these smiling faces out there. Some people are steady listeners, and they listen all the time, don't they? Yes, they do. So, Happy New Year, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening, and we look forward to being with you again next year on the radio. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business, USA Wealth Group Incorporated. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by USA Wealth Group Incorporated are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group Incorporated. This radio show is a paid placement.